You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Starring Pete Ruggieri, Larry Maris, and Jason Lewis. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. So sit back and enjoy some Masonic conversation without pretension. And now, here's your hosts, Pete, Larry, and Jason. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Masonic Light Podcast. We're here at episode 54. 54. 54, Larry. 54. And uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, we, had, uh, we have a missing person tonight. Jack called out sick a couple hours ago with a back injury. Anyway, hey, we have a great guest anyway. We do. Um, and I think Jack kind of facilitated it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so, pretty much. Um, state Deputy Senior Master Counselor. Is that the correct title, Tyler? Uh, Deputy State Master Counselor. Deputy State Master Counselor. There we go. Uh, Tyler Moyer um, out of Harrisburg. So welcome. Thank you, yeah. He's not related to Jeff Moyer, is he? Gosh, I hope not. Oh, or Alan. <laughs> or Alan. <laughs> No, yeah, Alan. Alan and I do have a, a running joke that he's my dad. So okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're about three feet taller than Alan, so I'm pretty. <laughs> we don't need to go to Ancestry.com for that one. Oh, uh, so uh, what we do here, Tyler, is we go around the room and we just discuss what we've done masonically over the past couple of weeks. And I always start with Jason because he's on my left and he's always not ready. So let's see how he's doing this week. Well. I didn't do much. No, uh, you know, work, same old, same old. Uh, unfortunately, um, the Freemasonry in general and, and Pennsylvania Freemasonry in particular uh, lost a, a great brother recently, uh, the illustrious uh, Jeffrey Coy, who was our grand treasurer and also the active in our area for the Scottish Rite. So um, I was uh, at the funeral today. So it would be a week ago once you listen to this. It was. Uh, uh, you know, kind of a kind of a, a sad uh, place to be, but a nice celebration of his life. Um, all the Grand Line were there, uh, but the Grand Line was also in town because uh, they had the quarterly in Penn State. So I had family in town, kid graduating, uh, couldn't couldn't go to the quarterly, but I hear it was well attended. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the I don't want to say highlight because that sounds terrible, but that's pretty much the aside from work, the most Masonic thing that I've done. Uh, you know, we're getting into the beginning of the month, so stated meetings and all that are coming up. Tyler, have you done anything uh, Masonically, Demolayally, anything lately? <laughs> yeah, um, just last weekend I was out in Pittsburgh area and I gave a flower talk presentation to a lodge out there uh, with one of our chapters. Um, about two weeks before that, I was in Missouri. Uh, I got to go down to their state convention, um, meet a bunch of brothers out there. Um, and then just coming up, I know I have Demolay International Sessions which is our big international get-together. Where's that? That's in Alexandria, Virginia. Okay. It, is it in other countries sometimes, being international? No, no. It's uh, So far in our first 99 years of existence, it's only been in the United States. Uh, and then every, every year that ends in nine, it's in Kansas City. So next year it's going to be That is Kansas. like a third world country it out is. there. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty neat. 
<laughs> so when you go there, you going um, by yourself because you're. I mean, you're obviously you're an adult, you're old enough to drive. Um, you going by yourself? You going with family? Who are you going with? No. So what we're gonna do probably is um, I'll be going as a delegate for Pennsylvania. So probably be going down with our state master counselor, um, and then it's broken into two parts. So there's the Demon International Congress, and then there's uh, the International Supreme Council, which is the adult side of things. So there'll be. It'll be a group of adults uh, representing Pennsylvania coming down as well. I think it's a murder of adults. <laughs> or that's crows. That's crows. crows. Yeah, that's crows, crows is a murder. A Congress. Oh, that's geese. I don't, I, don't I don't know. Larry. A gaggle. Hey, Larry. Yo. Have you done anything? Um, I remember I just got back from uh, Maine and New Hampshire last weekend. <clears throat> so my first um, Masonic function was to go to um, the um, lodge in Cochranville, Scarlet Lodge, and I did a, uh, a presentation there, which you came in on as well. Uh, that was, that's the most I've done in the past three weeks, really, because I've been out of town for two weeks. So, so I dived right into it. Yep, that's it. Um, are we ready to discuss that, uh, that, that yet? Oh, I, I couldn't attend, but I'd love to hear how this went. <laughs> <laughs> If it was anything like this talk he gave at Lamberton, did he put everybody to sleep? Well, the first 45 <laughs> minutes were pretty good. <laughs> and then and then it started the trail, and then we started losing people. <laughs> the whole thing took 17 and a half minutes. I timed it. There was... Um, did, you, did you sneak out the back for your own presentation? There was... Larry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a good message, and the first... You know, he, he, he built it up and came to a conclusion, and it would have been a good time to end it. And then he started on another story and built it up and had another conclusion, and it would have been a good time to end it. What was the topic? Famous, or Masons in education. Yeah, yeah. How we need to be more involved in uh, education. education. Yeah. Um, So, of course, Larry uh, forgot to turn his phone off. (laughs) So that that went off uh, at some point. Um, I think uh, Scott Helm, may, yeah, the Worshipful Master, was the only one who noticed, and he was kind of cool about it. Um, now, somebody else on the other side of the room, their phone kept it, going off. It went off twice, yeah, loud. <laughs> and there was a really grumpy senior past master behind him who was not a big fan of that happening. Well, he was the, uh, the, the district deputy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, Craig, it was, it was Craig. Uh, Craig Schaefer, district deputy. Um, he was played about it, but I could just see, like, he's like, come on, man. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Scott Helm, who's been on the show, actively sought you out to speak at his lodge. Yes, he did. So this is all Scott's fault. That's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he deserves what he got. <laughs> he should know better, Scott. On the other hand, though, he invited me to bring books. You want to tell him about and, and, and Larry was so busy just flapping his gums to, to Craig Schaefer that he's like got three guys that want to buy books. And I'm trying hey, Larry, get the money. Larry, <laughs> get the money. And he's just, he's just so fascinated that somebody's talking to him about his book. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it, I guess that's really it. That's all I did masonically. Bailed um, me out. <laughs> Yeah, I had um, I was away this past weekend with a bunch of Masons, but it wasn't a Masonic event. Um, yeah, so that's really it. Nice. Should right. we go to break? We'll go to break and come back with uh, Tyler. All right.
And welcome back. We're here at episode 54, and um, our guest is uh, Tyler Moyer. So I'm not going to do a Larry. I am not going to run down your resume. Tyler, once again, tell us what your title is. So I'm currently the Deputy State Master Counselor of Pennsylvania DMI. Okay, and um, uh, where is your home chapter? So I belong to Pilgrim Chapter, which meets uh, at the Scottish Rite Cathedral in Harrisburg. Okay, so you meet where Jason works. Yeah. Have you ever actually witnessed him working? I've seen him at the water cooler. Uh, so, Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a baby pigeon or a seagull. I'm sure they exist, but nobody's ever seen one. Exactly. In all fairness, you're usually coming in when I'm going out. Exactly, yeah. Right. I'm usually coming in around 6, 7 o'clock. And, and we literally walk past the water cooler at the same time. Yeah. So uh, could you just, uh, not to put you on spot, but can you give us a little bit of history or a little bit of background about Demolay just for, you know, if we have listeners that don't know about it? Yeah, sure. So one thing that I I feel it is, is it's a youth-driven leadership organization for young men, 12 to 21 years old. Uh, It started in Kansas City, Missouri back in 1919. And since then, it's, um, it's grown, it's blossomed into what it is today. It's 25 countries around the world. Um, there's and Kansas City. <laughs> um, there's upwards of three million young men who have been DMLAs. You know, Walt Disney, Buzz Aldrin. Now was a senior DMLA. So that I asked this earlier in the in the green room, if you will. Are so, you are you a DMLA for life? You are. Yeah. You're. So he is a senior DMLA, I should say. Um, but yeah, that's basically senior DMLA is anyone who reached that. Uh, majority age of 21 years old. And what are what are the uh, what are the qualifications? If somebody wants to uh, be in the DMLA, what uh, what do you need to do? So one of the main ones is just be between 12 and 21 years old. Um, but we're also looking for young men of good moral character, um, and there needs to be a belief in a supreme being. Um, we don't really specify which supreme being you believe in. So very similar to Freemasonry. Exactly. Yeah. Now, is there a Masonic component that you have to be related to a Freemason? No. Uh, I believe in the beginning there was sort of that Masonic component that you need to uh, be related to a Mason or be the friend of someone who is related to a Mason. Uh, I believe in one of the early ritual books, too, it says um, that Demolay is for sons of Masons and their chumps. And their chumps? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe chum chum is a shortening of chump. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> and they're chumps. And they're chumps. Yeah. Huh. Hey, Larry, you're over there playing on your phone. Um, no. You want to join us? Yes. <laughs> okay. That, okay. <laughs> oh, welcome back. <laughs> oh, oh. So, uh, so Tyler, are you, when is your, you're running for an office. What are you running for? Uh, I'm actually running to be state master counselor at Pennsylvania DMLA this July. Okay, so and um, is their election really complex, just like every other Masonic organization? No, we I I, I think it's pretty uh, you know straightforward. It's um, you get nominated, you accept your nomination, then you give a prepared speech, and then you have to answer two questions, uh, and then we go right to elections. How many men are going to be hopefully nominated? Yeah, so uh, it's going to be just two people, myself okay. and another young man. Now you've already been nominated, right? No, no. It, okay, yeah, that happens at at, uh, at convention. Yeah. Okay, but if somebody wanted to, like, you know, throw a monkey wrench in the gears, they could. They, that's just frowned upon. Like, 
Yeah, no, not really. Uh, we we have. I mean, I applied for the position back in February. So you get approved to run. Then um, we had to go through a panel where we presented our uh, proposed term plan and theme um, before the panel. And then the panel basically gets to decide if they're going to allow you to run. So basically, both young men that are going to be nominated are very qualified. And yeah, yeah. Okay. So you can't nominate anybody from the floor. Well, you can't just n- nominate a chump. I mean, a, 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 a knucklehead. De- Demolay is for your chumps. Yeah, <laughs> supposedly. But yeah, no. I, I mean, someone could nominate someone, but it wouldn't be, you know, approved. Gotcha. It wouldn't be allowed. It, nothing would really happen there. That'd be the fun of going to that convention, <laughs> nominating people from the floor. <laughs> now, running for state office, you you probably have been master counsel of your local chapter. Correct. I, I have, yeah, maybe one too many times. Yeah, how, how many times have you done that? <sighs> I don't know the exact number, but it's definitely upwards of five, five so or six. So you're the, you're the Chris Gibson of uh, <laughs> of Demolay. <laughs> now, to be fair, Demolay chapters run in six month terms, yeah. right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So and they, and they, but they meet. This is interesting. They meet twice a month, so they're getting the same number of meetings that, that we would as Masons, you know, annually. Okay. Um, Sands maybe our extra meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Larry's just groaning into the microphone. Twice a month, Jays. How long were your term as? Uh, well, how long is the the state officer term? That's a full year, so July to July every year. And how how old were you when you got involved? Well, because um, you had mentioned off air in the beginning. I mean, a couple of your relatives we know from. Are, are Freemasons that we know from Masonic things. Yeah, so I, I got involved when I was uh, around 12 years old. Um, so it, it's definitely been seven, almost, wow, it's almost been eight years now. That's crazy. And you just celebrated your first year yeah, Masonic my, birthday. My first Masonic birthday. Right. Yeah, just okay. yesterday. So, yeah, you see, you're one of those. Um, is that common that there's guys in both in Blue Lodge and in Demolay? Um it's, I think it's definitely starting to become more common. I'm seeing a lot of my Facebook friends, you know, go through their journeys now. Um, but out, out around the country, it's, it's a lot longer process. And is it kind of like, I mean, I, I, was, I didn't know about DMLA when I was a kid. I just knew about Boy Scouts. So if, you know, I would have started at 18, there wasn't enough time on the calendar for me to progress up through, you know, the, the ranks. But, you know... You could do that still in Demolay if you got in maybe at 15 or 16. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. not like too late. Yeah, no, it's. I, I don't think it's ever really too late. It's just about how much you put into it. Um, if you're, if you're going to put a lot into it, and uh, chances are you might get a lot out of it. You might be able to jump up in the line um, and, and make a run. In my limited experience at the Eton chapter, too, I mean, the, the chapters are relatively small compared to like a traditional blue lodge right how, how oh many, yeah how many members in your chapter in my chapter on the books there's probably around 40 um we have a good chunk that's active that, you know, six to six to twelve kind of so it's six month terms it's pretty easy to cycle through those those guys yeah several times yeah because I, I my wife and i mentor uh, an 11 year old boy who's one of he's a quint so he's one of five kids and oh, wow. he's kind of shy and you know we're we were just discussing. We thought DMLA would be great for him because every t- kid I see in all the Masonic youth groups is a great public speaker like yourself. And 
I don't know. I just think it would really help with his confidence, but I'm really not sure how to go about doing it. Yeah, no, that's the biggest thing I've gotten from Dimele is confidence. Um, you, you always hear, I, I always hear about the, the 12-year-old boy who couldn't, you know, who would sit in a corner and couldn't really talk to anyone. Um, and that was definitely me going through middle school. Uh, it still is a little bit, but it's definitely helped me to branch out and develop you know, a level of self-confidence that I feel comfortable doing things like this, um, going to banquets and speaking on behalf of DMLI or just going up to someone on the street and talking about, hey, you should get involved in DMLI. So if I had to tell this uh, young man about DMLI, what would I tell him? What would be a normal activity, type of activities he would do when he gets in as a newbie not knowing anything? Yeah, so um, really there's no set activities it's whatever the guys want to do it's typically whatever the master counselor wants but if you bring up in a meeting that i want to do a video game party then you just need to iron out the details uh, i really see deem light as being a it's being it's like boy scouts but we're more on i think the business side of things event planning um program planning all those types of business type of skills so then it's either the master counselor or the young man who brought up the idea coming up with, all right, where are we going to do this? How much is this going to cost? What are we actually going to do? And what's, what's interesting, having done my advisor training, and I'm a terrible advisor that isn't super active, but the activities and the, and the planning truly are done by the, the young men, uh, with the exception that, that you know those activities typically need to, need to be vetted through the advisory council, but strictly from a insurance and safety you know standpoint but uh you know if if the event meets all the criteria then it's it's typically game on yeah it's what we really try to keep the advisors to advising um you know they they help out uh, in various aspects but by providing their input um it, it just helps us to develop as leaders on our own but yeah okay so if you're going to plan an event they really try to get you to make the calls and do every okay. Yep. What is the age group? The age requirements for uh, DMLA? Uh, well, we already answered that, Larry. But you were sleeping. <laughs> but Tyler, if you could say it again, that'd yeah, be great. it's it's twelve to twenty-one years old. Twelve to twenty-one. Yeah. Typically, you know, no one joins when they're twenty and a half, but that that could potentially happen. May I ask how old you are? I'm nineteen. Nineteen. Yep. You I know, you could pass for twenty-five. Really? Yeah, you could go into a pub. And they wouldn't even ID. You. Okay. Of course, the not that I'm giving you that direction. Of course, the <laughs> the elder statesman in the room is the one that's the most inappropriate. <laughs> and by pub, you mean the soda shop? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think um, our own uh, Seth Anthony wasn't he a Mason before he was a Demolay, or maybe not him? No, Joey Do- Joey Doherty. That's yeah. who. Yeah. 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 Mason before he was a, uh, a Demolay. Seth funny. Anthony got him in. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if, you know, Joey even knew about DMLA because, you know, Joey's uh, dad, you know, held membership in, in a, a... But he wasn't super active. Right. And I think that, you know, Joey knew about it through his father. And uh, and then I think Seth turned him on to DMLA. And Joey still looks like he's 14. <laughs> yeah. Joey. Yeah, you've definitely leapfrogged Joey in, in height. <laughs> and uh, your voice is deeper. <laughs> so being a Mason, you know, a, a year in now... Um, how similar or dissimilar, I mean, do you find DMLA and, and Freemasonry? A lot of things, you know, through meetings and through the degrees, I've been like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense now. But 
one of the big things that I can't get over is CND Malay, we square our corners. And then uh, I'll just see people, you know, just walking casually. Uh, and I'm just, what's oh, going well, on? Well, that, that's, a, that's a Pennsylvania thing. Other states do square their corners. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, so Not that, in South Carolina, we didn't. No, but I would assume that... that that's because everybody's got a limp in there, there and they can't <laughs> right, walk straight. Exactly. Yeah. So, in, in Kansas... Yeah. Missouri, Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Yeah. Don't I, we're, yeah, we're, it's Kansas City, Missouri. <clears throat> right. Uh, yeah. Missouri. Ge- geography. And the Prince Hall lodges do the squaring of the corners and very military type. Right. Yeah. Okay. I just I just need to get out of Pennsylvania then, go see some well, some lodge you know, work in other states. Well, you guys will be well prepared for marching in the military if you decide to go <laughs> that route. Yeah, that's. Uh, I know we have a young man in our chapter now. He's JROTC, and he's looking to go to the Marines. Um do you think Demolay helped him in that? JROTC really helped him in Demolay, and Demolay, I think, is helping him in JROTC, too. Uh, definitely, I've seen discipline come out of him. Is that on the, like, the high school level, uh, JROTC? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my, yeah, my high school didn't have that. We At college, we had ROTC, but we didn't. My high school had guns. <laughs> like gun class? Yeah. Oh, and wow. shooting, uh, shooting teams, yeah. We could take our 22 to school the day of our shooting classes and put it in our locker. Wow. Wow. Not Nin- today. 19, 1959, though. Come right. on. The family blunderbuss back in the late 1800s. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with, uh, with Tyler. back so tyler like i mentioned earlier the, i've got a young man that i think would be good good at uh, or he would get a lot out of dmla um my masonic schedule is pretty packed and i feel like if i was to bring him into this that i would be kind of i would have to be the one that would take him to meetings and, and pick him up um but you were saying um spouses can do that as well. So yeah. can you, so what do you, what do we call the male advisors and female advisors if you could touch on that? Yeah, so in Dimlay uh the, the male advisors we call them dad and the female advisors we call them mom. You know, dad Rogeri, mom Rogeri. Hey, you got my name right. Wow. Yeah. Long-time listener. I get... Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and that comes from um when the young men they were first starting Dimlay, they felt that calling dad land, dad Frank S land um, they felt that calling him Frank, you know, was a little too informal, uh, and calling him Mr. Land was a little, um, too formal. Um, and you have to know that. So Demolay started in 1919. A lot of young men were without fathers. Uh, the, the great war, world war one had just happened. So, um, dad land and the other original advisors of Demolay were sort of father figures to these young men. And that's what, um, a lot of advisors have been to me. That's why, that's one of the reasons why I became a Mason because I met so many amazing Masons who really, uh, pushed me in DMI. So, uh, tell us a little bit, um, I'm, I'm reading, I guess your, your program, your, your proposed program. So for your, 
I guess not year. It'd be six months. If you, no, it'd be a year. Okay. Yeah. So if if you were to win and become state master counselor, um, explain a little bit about your 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 platform here and your program. Yeah. So uh, it's based on two things that I'm really interested and passionate in, uh, and that's Star Wars uh, and a little bit of Freemasonry. Um, really, the the light aspect uh, in Star Wars. The um, the title of the theme is A Brotherhood Awakens. So comes from the force awakens uh and really trying to reignite the brotherhood of demolai why well, i mean i just saw i saw a lot of paging through it i mean um different steps where you you have a lot of star wars type references i saw the kessel run yeah, yeah. you know if, if you make how many meet you know a handful of meetings is that traveling meetings or yeah, your own meeting? going to uh other chapters throughout the state we have a traveling judge. You go to other chapters and you take the judge from them. It's a, it's a huge gavel. So really trying to reinforce getting out and visiting our brothers because I, I really think that's where Demolay is. That's where you get the most out of Demolay is seeing, A, how others do it, and then, B, just building on that brotherhood by going to them to see how they do it. This is pretty neat. When I worked at Guitar Center, we had a district manager way back in the day who was a big Star Wars fan, and all the stores could could you know compete against each other for their metrics and get the X-wing fighter award. And he oh, had nice. a big, big fancy X-wing, you know, turned into a trophy. It yeah, was, it was cool. Wow. An X-wing guitar would be really cool. An X-wing guitar, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you, Pete. No, it's okay. You know, I'm ADD. My train of thought's completely out the window. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, what's the Kessel run? We just discussed that, but I don't know what it is in the in the movies. Oh yeah. no, Jace! <sighs> he, which uh, which movie was it in? It was in the uh, Star- four. It's where yeah. we heard about the first time, but in the a current hope, solo yeah. movie, they actually do it. Yeah, I haven't seen the that Kessel one Run. He made and like thirteen parsecs. I think it was twelve parsecs. He rounded down. Yeah, yeah. So like, ah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I was a Star oh, Trek man. guy. Is that worse? Is this like my third strike? Yeah. I, I'm a Star Trek guy, too. I, I'm both. <laughs> I went to school with a guy by the name of Billy Kessel you, up in Tower City. Did he run? He ran, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ran a lot. Run, Kessel, run. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, I have some Masonic friends in the Philly area, and they were trying to tell me about how impressive uh the i don't know whether it's a state competition or it's a national competition you guys go through with uh is it ritual yeah uh, we have in gettysburg it's it's in gettysburg this year um it's called the mid-atlantic tournament of champions and it's basically region two uh, of demon international and that's new york new jersey pennsylvania washington dc maryland delaware and virginia um and we get together, and it's, it's typically the best of the best in each uh, jurisdiction that um, come and compete. And is it similar to Blue Light? Because I've never, I've been, not been to a Demolay meeting. Is similar as fact far that like you know what what are the titles of the of the chairs? Yeah, so we have the master counselor, senior counselor, junior counselor. Then we have two deacons. You know, they sit in the same space, uh, spot as the senior and junior deacon. Then we have the senior and junior steward who sit in the places of the senior and junior master of ceremonies. Uh, we have standard bearer who presents the flag during the meetings, uh, the marshal and the chaplain, um, and the marshal escorts everyone in the room. So when you do your competition, is it your local chapter as it goes as a, as a group and they're 
judging everything, or is it just like maybe the master counselor's got the long part? Yeah, no, we um, really may talk is it's more focused on the individual competition. So we have young men who compete in the ceremony of light, which is a demon light ceremony, and the flower talk, the shield talk. Um, it, really, ritual competitions are more focused on individuals. Um, there are some chapters who are large enough and active enough to be able to put on team competitions, which would be um, running through a meeting or doing the degrees. Uh, but at May Talk and at uh, a tournament down in Texas that I went to this past March, uh, it, it's mainly the individuals um, because nowadays chapters really aren't that big, big enough and uh, active enough to be able to to do these full-on ceremonies. So are you... Um as a member and your family, are you on the hook for the travel, all the traveling expenses, or how does that work? Yeah, so um, as an elected sit officer, there is a travel fund that we are able to expense. Um, you know, some parts of travel because like, I mean, dues are not that high, from what I heard. It's, no, we you know, uh, it's a one-time fee. It's you. I know I paid sixty-five dollars to join, and so that was a, a one-time fee. Every chapter is a little bit different in how much. You know, they need to get by. Um, some chapters just do the basic $35, which gets sent to Demon International. Um, other chapters, I think 65 is probably the highest I've seen. And are you guys, do you guys do regular fundraisers like other Masonic groups? We try to. Uh, I know my chapter specifically, we do an annual peanut brittle. Uh, we make peanut brittle uh, this past year. I believe we made between 250 and 300 pounds. That's good. Yeah. I can definitely bring some on for the show. You guys taste, oh, test, absolutely. Taste we'll give you give you some plugs. There may or yeah. may not be leftovers left at the consistory on. You guys on didn't occasion. Need it all? Oh man! Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They know that the Harrisburg Forest for the Tall Cedars. Um, they make a ton of money uh, selling peanut butter eggs. Yeah, and they sell those things everywhere, and, and they. You know, like even like in um, Jerry Bucko gave me some after my after our one meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, uh, even though you know we talk about the Hoover family, uh, Scott Hoover's wife Sandy Hoover, I know that you know they're they're tied into the Elizabethtown chapter, uh, but I believe that Sandy does come up and, and typically helps with the the peanut brittle yeah. event. I know one thing that our chapter needs to do is uh, chicken pot pie dinner. I know that you guys love ch chicken pot pie. You know, so. it's funny because, you know, I, I know. It's been so long since I had it. I almost forget what it I know, and, like. and you know what? We haven't, uh, we haven't really, you know, the show used to talk about pot pie all the time. I think we need to bring it back. Because I haven't had it. Uh, maybe I'm just, I'm so well, far back. Lodge 43. Oh, Larry woke up. We're talking about food. Pilgrim <laughs> is in Harrisburg. Yeah. Yeah. You're not responsible for pot pie dinner in Elizabethtown. No. No. Okay. However, I know we're going to go around the horn later, but just so you know, when you listen to this episode, it would have already happened, but this Wednesday is my stated meeting at 43, and we are having chicken pot pie. This Wednesday? And it's the official visitation of the district deputy. Oh. You should come down. I'll, I'll definitely and I'll be on, And I'll be on the road to Indiana eating probably <laughs> at a, a turnpike Sabaro or a Panera Bread. Get your kid. But I will come down. Could you tell tell him I'm coming? Sure. How much is it? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. I'll tell you what. You come. You be my guest. How's that? Okay, I'll be there. Do okay. I have to do I have gonna, to put a coat and tie on? I know that I'm going to save ten bucks. Well, you're going to stay for the meeting. Or you're just going to no, eat. No, no, I'm not going to stay for the meeting. What do I want to stay for a meeting? What the, it's at forty three four. It, 
Oh, man. It's the official visitation of the district deputy. Then, then definitely I'm not going to be there today. I'm coming down for <laughs> Hey, guys, I don't want to interrupt, but we're here talking to Tyler today. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> Where's the mute button? <laughs> oh. Oh, so, Tyler, anything else you would like to talk about? I see you've got a whole other book here. Um, leadership resources. Yeah, no, that was just in, just in case a, just you guys in case had, we had questions, some... you know. You guys wanted to really test me. Well, we can do that. We can always oh, do a, a, a spur-of-the-moment game show. It, I've... <laughs> and <laughs> ask you some questions. I don't, Demolay seems pretty intense. I mean, you know, so <clears throat> Keyman, what is, what is Keyman? Yeah, so Keyman is Pennsylvania Demolay's week-long leadership conference. Um, in recent years, it's been formatted after a, a university, so... The young men who come to it are able to major and minor in different aspects of DMLA that they find interesting or that they want to develop in. So we have a communications and media department, a brotherhood and membership, chapter leadership, event program planning, uh, ritual and performance, interpersonal development, and then DMLA education for, for new DMLAs to get that you know, quick quick jump to where we, where we are and where they need to be. And I guess... Um a lot of alumni, since you're always still at DMLA, you know, I've heard key man like Dan, Dan from Grotto. Uh, Dan Logan. Yeah. So a lot of guys come back for these things yeah. to help out or yeah. to. A lot of, a lot of uh, senior DMLAs are the ones who are now leading. A lot of the people that were in DMLA when I first started are now the people who are running these departments at, at key man. And it's, re- it's really cool. It's nice to. That see that they're still involved, and it's a little bit inspiring to to you to see people that you grew up with, um, you know, stay involved. And I know I, I know it's definitely something I want to do, even after I reach majority. I, I've probably heard the speech a million times in Masonic groups. Um, you know how we have to support the Malay and support all the youth groups because that's our future. Is there? I mean, I don't know. If, is there any kind of numbers? But do you know roughly like the people you know of? Men that matriculate from Demolay and and become Masons. There's no hard numbers, um, and hopefully in the near future we'll be able to start getting that because I believe it's on applications now that you check if you are a senior Demolay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, hopefully in the near future we'll be able to see some of those numbers, but it's definitely something that, like I said, I joined. Um, because of the advisors that I had in DMLA that um, they taught me how to be a better leader, how to be a better man. And so it's something that I wanted to continue, continue those friendships and continue that process of becoming better. Could you mentor Larry a little bit? How to... <laughs> Reverse mentoring? So yeah. Okay. Yeah, he needs a little guidance. <laughs> manager, manager. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's take another break and we'll come back and we'll wrap up with Tyler and we'll get to some of the other Exciting stuff on our show. You're listening to episode 54 of the Masonic Light Podcast. We've been talking to Tyler Moyer, the Deputy State Master Counselor of DMLA. And hopefully, well, I mean, I don't know the other gentleman, so since we know Tyler, we're going to root for him. Right. Hopefully the future 
State Master State Counselor Master of Pennsylvania. Yeah. But uh, we're going to veer from our uh, uh, our chat with Tyler, and uh, most of you know by now they're listening that uh, you know we have outgrown Pete's basement, and it's it's time for us to. Uh, move into a permanent studio. You know, part of the magic of the show is that we are uh, not uh, on Google Hangouts. While well, we'll do that with our guests, but uh, we certainly need to be face to face here as friends and brothers, and you know, keep the shenanigans happening. Uh, yeah. But we started a GoFundMe, right? We did. And the GoFundMe, and uh, we have already gotten some donations. So yeah, we've to date uh, we have raised a. Uh, you can insert the drum roll. Okay. Three hundred and eighteen dollars. That was a great drum roll. Yeah, I know. But, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's not a huge number, but you know what? We're not asking. We're not asking for a million dollars. We're asking. I think we're trying to raise three three thousand dollars. So we're ten percent of the way to our goal. Yeah. So Effort Lodge, Jack's Lodge, has been very uh, kind to us and has offered. Larry, what are you doing? Larry, Larry it's not your turn yet. They, no. <laughs> they've been very generous and have offered us some space, but uh, the space needs some walls and some work. And uh, But uh, I think that we promised a couple of our donors a, a shout-out there, Pete. Yeah, actually, you know, honestly, it was probably the opposite. Um, nobody actually asked for any recognition, and they probably will yell at me later for recognizing well, them. Well, then don't recognize Well, one said, say thank you. Who? The big one. Yeah, you know what? You, you can log on and see who donated money. There you uh, go. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Lot, lot, lots of men uh, log, logged on and uh, donated to us. Um, but if you would like to donate, go to GoFundMe.com slash MLP dash recording dash studio. That's GoFundMe.com slash MLP dash recording dash studio. Or if, or if you just go to our website, MasonicLight.com. Uh, you can, uh, you'll see the link. I feel compelled to donate, Pete. That was such a good pitch. <laughs> and we're back again. Episode 54. So the last couple episodes, you have not heard from Seth Anthony and Corpore Obscurum. So, you know. These, but he's, he's been d- busy doing really cool Mason stuff. He's been busy doing really cool Mason stuff. And, uh, you know, I think that he's ran out. These bodies have become so obscure, not even Seth can find them. <laughs> but speaking. Can we mention Seth received a great honor? Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. We're giving, okay. we're giving our correspondent, Corpora Obscurum, uh, MIA Seth Anthony, uh, a shout out because at the Pennsylvania Grand Lodge's June quarterly, Seth just won the Grandmaster's Outstanding Service Medal. In spite of being on our show. And I don't think they know. <laughs> okay. No, Seth definitely deserves it. Um, yeah, I would give him the best secretary ever award. Like, you know, he's been the secretary for like every body I've ever seen, and he does a great job. And now, now, Seth said on Facebook that, you know, he typically can, can smell a Masonic secret from a mile away, and how they kept this a surprise from him. He was uh, he was thoroughly impressed when they when they brought him up to the east and you know the right worshipful grandmaster S. Eugene Harrod presented this to him. So this is right from the Grand Lodge Pennsylvania's website. The Grandmaster's Outstanding Service Medal is presented to honor Masons who have distinguished themselves through service to their community, lodge, or Grand Lodge. 
It's established by a resolution of Grand Lodge adopted at the quarterly communication held on December 5th, 2007. So congratulations. Big congratulations. Absolutely. And, uh, toast to Seth. Well-deserved. Now, Tyler. No tell, toast, Larry. Tell There's us about this minor this other award from DMLA that sounds like Hagen dazs ice cream. Yeah. So um, every year, the Pennsylvania Masonic Youth Foundation gives out six Adagas Awards. Um, Adagas. H-O-D-E-G-A-S. Like auto gas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like if your gas light comes on and you drive too much longer, you're going to be out of gas. <laughs> Isn't that the road in, like in uh, Germany? That's the Autobahn. That's the Autobahn. Autobahn, yeah. Now it's a Greek. James Bond. Okay, say it the right way. What is it? I believe it's Hadagas. Which is a Greek word for something very important. Yeah, I should look that up. Oh, insert waiting elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us. Who is going to, and he knows, correct? Yeah, yeah. All right, so tell us who's going to yeah, win. This the year, Pennsylvania DMLA, uh select two individuals, and one of those is your correspondent, Seth C. Anthony. Two awards. Two what awards. is going on here? Seth, quit winning awards. We need more recordings <laughs> from you. Yeah. Yes, that Jay, way, because we can on. lie in the show and say we're the most awarded podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. We'll just leave out that we've never won anything, <laughs> but Seth wins everything. Yeah. I mean, even if we distributed all of his awards amongst all of us, we'd still be it, the... It's an, <laughs> you know, our award is every day the Grandmasters don't pull our dues cards. That's, yeah. that, that's, our, that's our award. <laughs> that's why I hide mine. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations, Seth. That's all I got, Pete. Okay. Um, oh, we need to talk about upcoming events in the area, right? Yeah, so I, I put a uh, – hopefully we can make this a regular um, thing going forward. I put a little plug out there on Facebook, but uh, here's a plug for you. Um, if your lodge has anything coming up or you're a pen and body, post it on our Facebook page, and then we'll go and, um, you know, if it's timely enough that it didn't already happen by the time our show airs, uh, we'll give it a plug. So here we go. On June 21st, uh, Brother Dan Madrigal, who was our guest last week or two weeks ago, he let us know that Alto Meridiano Masonic Club will be meeting um, be meeting at 7 p.m. in the Grand Lodge Room 10. Um, you know, they're obviously looking for bilingual brothers, but any brother is welcome. Um, and you can be there from any of the surrounding states as well. So if you, you can come across the bridge from Jersey, they'd be glad to have you. Uh, Brother George Grove let us know that on July 20th, there's going to be a Masonic Golf Tournament, and you can visit www.LancasterMasonicGolf.org, and you can uh, register and pay at that address. What's the date on that again? Uh, July 20th. July 20th. That's a Friday. Okay. Uh, Brother Ken Van Fleet of Ephrata let me know that uh, September 15th, and I guess Jack usually plugs this one. But September 15th is the uh, cave degree. Uh, there's going to be a dinner at 5 p.m. And the entered apprentice degree at 7. The cost is $35. And that'll be at Indian Echo Caverns in Hummelstown, Hummelstown Pennsylvania, which is somewhere between Hershey and Elizabethtown. And if you, our listeners in any state or any province in Canada, want to get your blurb on our show, 
simply send us an email to MasonicLightPodcast at gmail.com. There you go. But Larry, I still wasn't done my list, but thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go Keith, ahead. Let me know when you're done your list because I have something. Thank you so but much. I can wait. Yes, no problem. Larry, Larry just, well, he just, you know, I think his defibrillator just kicked in and he just <laughs> got a little crazy. Um, Tuesday, July 17th, Robert S. Robert Fulton, Eastern Stars, holding a fun night for Bunko. Do you know what Bunko is? Yeah, what is Bunko? No clue. B U N C O. It's for all you and all your chumps. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and a light meal. Ten bucks, meals at six thirty. And this is at the in Quarryville, Pennsylvania. At the Quarryville um, Masonic Quarry. Lodge. Yeah. And this one's pretty funny. This was a final this is one that's not from the area. Um, Brother Joseph uh, has a Masonic quiz night. June twenty sixth, Tuesday night, at Lodge. I'm gonna not know how to pronounce it. Upon we a P A N U I number three ninety five in Wakatane, New Zealand. I'm sure I butchered all that, but uh, I hope they didn't like set you up to say something bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they. I, well, I hope they did. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, but it sounds interesting. I'd, I'd like to go to that. You should. Well, you should. Yeah, go. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> go. Are we ready? Yeah, go ahead, Jason. So you know. Uh, talking about traveling uh some traveling schedule something fun that we're doing on june 19th which is a tuesday uh myself and anybody would like to go we're going with uh, brother jim stevens to uh one of the philadelphia royal arts chapters and he's going to receive his royal arts degree so we're going to be in philadelphia so if any philadelphia brothers would like to come say hello and buy us cheesesteaks and buy us cheesesteaks yeah we're going to we're going to try to get at least a couple guys to go so that's going to be at Grand Lodge, uh, Royal Arch Degree. So if you're in the area, please reach out. We'd love to see you. And then the big event of the summer is me going to uh, Supreme Council on Wednesday. Oh. You going to Supreme Council for Grotto on Sunday. No. Uh, July 21st, Brother George Grove as well. George Grove the third. So July 21st, after you're done golfing, is the big district uh, skydiving debacle. Skydiving. skydiving. Yeah. Oh my god! Now here's the deal, right? So a handful of guys are gonna. One out of four masons in this room is yes. Weight meets weight requirement. So if you want to skydive, <laughs> if you want to skydive, you can you can sign up to actually skydive. However, uh, events for the day, uh, there's going to be you know we're hoping to have like a family picnic, and there will be you know they're planning a couple jumps that will be like demonstration jumps. That I believe they're going to jump with like the American flag and possibly a Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania or a Masonic flag of some sort, smoke and the whole deal. So there will be fun on the ground for those of us that are over 220 pounds. And there's going to be fun in the air for those of you that are uh, for the, under Is there tailgating pounds. allowed for the non-jumpers? Yeah, so that's basically, you know, okay. the drop the drop zone. So there's the drop zone party, the ground crew. Uh, you know, watch our Facebook page. We'll certainly share anything that the First Masonic District has out there. Are they going to do a turkey drop like uh, WKRP? <laughs> that would be that would be pretty fun. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought turkeys could fly. Oh, but goodness. I think that's all we got for upcoming events at the moment. Uh, Tyler, what do you have coming up? Anything? Cool. Well, like I said earlier, I have Demon International Sessions uh, in Alexandria, Virginia from June 18th to the tw- or June 20th to the 24th. Um, I have Job's Daughters this coming weekend, Knights of Pythagoras on Sunday, and then Eastern Star on Monday. What's Knights so. of Pythagoras? Uh, it's just like Dimelay, 
It's the uh, Prince Hall sponsored uh, youth organization for young men. Uh, very similar to Demolay. Nice. Anything else? And then that's it for this week, or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then you know, in the next few weeks, I have it's installation season, pretty much for Demolay. So, traveling across our great Commonwealth uh, to visit with some brothers, um, install some new officers, and then we have convention July twentieth through the twenty second. Now, let me interrupt one more time. So, I mean, your schedule is just as busy as as any other busy Mason out there. But you're in college, too. Yeah. Right? Yep. What are you going to school for? Uh, I'm trying to major in supply chain management. And where are you going to school? I go to Penn State Harrisburg currently. With plans to move to? Uh, Smeal, which is the business school up at University Park. And you also work? Yeah. What do you do for work? Uh, I'm currently at Target. Uh, I work in the back room over there and a variety of other tasks that get uh, assigned. We, we call ours Target because it's in the fancy Tar- neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Target Boutique. <laughs> How Boutique Target. How does how does your work and school schedule? I mean, how like especially your work schedule? How do they put up with your Masonic schedule? <laughs> well, the good news is so the good thing about Freemasonry and Team Lay is that I know about events months in advance, so I'm able to pretty much request off months in advance, uh, weeks and months. So they're pretty lenient about that. Um, but it's these you know out of nowhere events that it's a little it's a little bit more tough to to weasel my way out. <laughs> Nice. So, I guess we just have. To, I just you know I'll just blurt it out here. So I, what, what I'm thinking, what I do, dating's pretty much impossible. It's a little bit tougher. Yeah, it is. And have you ever had to try to explain? Um, oh, so many times. And how? how? <laughs> <laughs> Most it's it's weird. So like lately, with the people I've you know been trying to talk to, I I explain that you know I'm a Freemason there, and they're like, oh, what's that? And I'm like. What I mean, growing up in high school and trying to explain DMLA to people, I always got that like people knew what Freemasons were for the most part, and it's it's really weird trying to. Cause, I mean, now your their first impression of what it is 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 based on you. So yeah, I just I just you know, I didn't know about the Masons. I mean, I, I, I mean, I saw the weird funny sign and I saw the <laughs> weird building with no windows, but I really didn't know about it until I joined at twenty eight. I mean, I mar- didn't know that Demolay existed, I, you know, until I was deeply into mis- the Masons. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky that we're married, but I could not imagine trying to find my spouse with my Masonic schedule now. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, if you look at my and, and Larry, you know, my most of my dating was in like that five to 10 year period when after I was worshipful master and I just kind of like went underground. I kept paying all my dues, but I just, you know, I didn't go to anything. The good thing is I'm used to being, having a busy schedule. I mean, I wrestled for 12 years, so that was, that wasn't just a winter sport. That was a, an all year sport. Um, but it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting decade, next decade, you know, this and before you could thing. drive, your parents are driving you around all this stuff. Yeah. For the most part, we, we, tried to keep it more on the local level you know philadelphia was usually as far as we went and then if i had to go out to pittsburgh or something it was usually for a state event so but you've mentioned since you've, you've been here kansas city texas yeah. How, where where else have you i mean i, I know we we're going to end the interview but it's pretty interesting yeah i mean where I, else have you been i've been um i went to a chapter out in hawaii when we were on vacation went to uh, chapter down in Tennessee and then uh, Kentucky Demolay. I've been there once so far, and I'm going to their conclave 
the second week of July or the first week of July. So it, it, it's getting to experience that brotherhood, you know, beyond borders, beyond just uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, that I, I really enjoy. And definitely in, in masonry, I plan on doing you know, something similar. Conclave. You wear red robes? In Demolay, we wear black. Black robes. Yeah, black Whoa, robes. this is really good. Interesting. It's like a cape and mantle. Is that what you call it or no? No, we just call them capes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, Tyler, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, we could We could just me. keep going here, but... Um, <laughs> I don't want your listeners to have like a four-hour, you know, podcast. Oh, no, we say that for Jack Aquilina. He gets... <laughs> No, but I mean, I, you know, I think our listeners can see, um, you know, there's great benefits to the youth organizations. They really do, you know, make young men into fully functioning adults, Yeah, (laughs) you know, and, and, you know, I see so many, especially in this generation with, um, with growing up with cell phones and growing up with all these other things and kids just looking down at their hands they don't really have to interact with other human beings. I just, you know, you guys really distinguish yourselves from the other young people out there. Larry, do you have anything to say? Or are you going to just uh, go back to sleep? Uh, no. All right. I mean, I have nothing upcoming, really, so. I meant to, 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 to Tyler. Like. To Tyler. Oh, no, thanks for being on the show. It's been, it's been an enlightening experience. Jeez Louise. Oh, Jason, let's want to wrap up. Yeah, you, so, you got to take us out of here. Oh, am I going to take us? Well, out no, of I guess I'll Larry take, will. I'll but. take you. Well, out I did. Of here. I did want to mention that you know most of our our Masonic uh, listeners, you know, have heard about DMLA before. You know, if this is the first time that you're hearing about it, if for some reason we have a a non Mason listening, DMLA.org? DMLA.org. and just if you're curious how that's spelled, that's D E M O L A Y dot org. So if you have a youth that's uh, you know do you think has potential to join. Uh, their uh, youth organization, demolay.org. Check it out. Tyler, what date was Jacques Demolay put to death? Well, he was burned at the stake on March 18th, thir- uh, 1314. Well done. You win a dum dum lollipop. Perfect. Congratulations. <laughs> Are we done? Is Larry going to take us out? Larry, take us out of here. All right. Cue the chickens. Yeah, clue the chickens. Cue the chickens. Clue them. Clue them. <laughs> Heidi, Heidi, she's adorable. Hey, uh, special thanks to Monarch Studios for continuing to allow us to record here. To our uh, producer, Jason, uh, don't don't hit me in the eye with that uh, thing. Uh, to our producer, Jason Lewis, who always does a great show. Uh, to uh, Brother Jack Harley, our news director. We have no news tonight. Jack Harley's not here. <laughs> Jack Harley's hung up in traction somewhere. <laughs> God only um, Guys, it was a laser. And, and anyway, yeah, the laser in the eyeball. Uh, special thanks to our guest coordinator. Our guest coordinator, Hugh Be Kidding Me. Our special events manager, I am Nutta. And the, the studio cleaning help. I got to give a special shout out to the studio cleaning help, Mrs. S. Crummy. And, to, uh, and finally to the uh, Doberman trainer, One Arm Jack. This is. <laughs> This is this is Larry Maris, uh, Pete Ruggieri, Jason Lewis, and Tyler Moore. Good night. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.